Welcome to the Farsighted Creative Podcast, where we have discussions with creatives and forward thinkers about the creative process, inspiration, and ways that we can all put more good into the world. What episode is this? Is this episode... Episode three. Three. We are on episode three. And we have a trilogy. Yes. Awesome. We do. And everyone is in for a supreme treat today. Yes. Because, supreme. Yes. Because we are giving you guys a exclusive VIP inside look at our new film, Ghost Story. A modern fairy tale. A modern fairy tale, which is an adorable short film that we shot in the summer of 2019, mm-hmm. about what happens when the guy that you're ghosting comes back to haunt you. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, so we wanted to give you guys just a little... I always feel like a stupid vlogger. I just want to give you guys like a little behind the scenes of my morning routine. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I really want to take you into my world. I want to take you into my world. <laughs> you guys asked for it and now you've got it. You, I, I hear you. I hear you. First things first, I wake up. <laughs> but, but really, we, have, we had a great Zoom call with Andrew Ferguson and Emily Shackelford, who are our incredibly, wonderfully talented leads who brought this absurd script to life yes. yes and they made it both believable and heartfelt and yeah. also hilarious yeah which is that is no small feat yeah hats off to them we love them yeah but before we get into our conversation with them we want to make sure you guys have actually seen ghost story because we don't want you to have any spoilers spoilers, spoilers. so if you have not seen ghost story stop what you're doing stop listening to this podcast and go to our youtube channel farsighted creative and watch ghost story on there and if you want a really quick way to do it just click the link in the show notes take you right there and then once you've watched it proceed to this wonderful conversation we had with andrew and emily Okay. Hey! We got Hi. it. Hi! Oh! Hi, everybody. How Hello. are we doing? Oh, wow. Hi. This is so fun. This is it so fun. It's been a hot minute. What, a year and some change? Yeah. Wow. You know, a whole pandemic later, here we are. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Year zero. Yes. Yes. We'll just throw the whole thing out and start over. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Awesome. What was the first question? Oh, uh, how did you hear? Oh, yeah. Like, how did you get involved or like what drew you to the project? Where did you come from? (laughs) Who are you? Who are you? (laughs) So I knew Chris Commons from a few years ago, actually, I think like 2014. We were friends on Instagram for some random reason, I think because we both were like creative people in Kansas City. And then um, my friends were wanting to shoot a web series. And so they had me put out an ad on my Instagram, like asking for DPs. And he was the one they ended up going with. And then my friends let me be in their web series. So then I ended up working with Chris as well, like meeting him for the first time. But we were like Instagram friends though. Before that, it was really kind of funny. Yeah. So then that's how I knew Chris. And then he messaged me and was like, my friends are, we're filming a thing. Can you send in a tape? That's awesome. And you were, but you were in San Diego. I was in San Diego at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I made a tape in my parents' house where I, when I was visiting them. That is the most classically Chris Common story. Like, of course, he just randomly yeah. met you on Instagram and like responded yeah. to your, 
she's the yeah. real MVP of the shoot. Yeah, this whole thing is like his fault, basically. Versus he was all. like, let's take a short. And I was like, great. And then the next thing I know, he had sent me your self-tape. <laughs> And like a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I guess we're making this. I guess it's happening. Yeah. And Andrew, did you, how did you hear about us? How did you get involved? I think it was as simple as I had just graduated from like the film school at KU and was doing that postgrad thing where one joins a bunch of Facebook groups in order to find things to do. Yeah. Uh, and I saw a casting call and I, I believe I had fallen into the vague like description of what the role was right like hey i don't have anything going on during that like audition time or whatever so um i i think i literally just sent a message and i was like hey <laughs> I, i'm interested hey what's up hey. how are you hey back <laughs> hey. some really here's some like really low quality <laughs> pictures of that i have from facebook of myself um that's all i have can i be in this and then uh you guys actually responded and allowed me to try out and now we're here and now we're here it was great that was a blast though oh uh, yeah so fun i remember being excited about both of your auditions like from the get-go like i'm pretty sure it's these guys because after oh. it's slim pickings in the midwest so, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah we were like oh breath of fresh air i know because i had been i had oh. come from la so i was used to people yelling banging down my door and we were like we have to find people in kansas city <laughs> yeah wow we felt yeah. we felt like we really lucked out with you guys yeah so uh, I almost called you Noah, but Andrew here <laughs> Noah uh, as Samantha. Samantha. I'm curious for both of you, what about those specific roles kind of intrigued you the most or what did you enjoy the most about playing those roles, either before, like while doing the self-tape or as you were performing? The reluctant dater is always fun and funny. I mean, it's like a something most people can relate to, I feel like. Um, so no, that, that for me, that, that was what made it exciting i guess yeah that's fun i was pretty interested in the idea that it would be basically two roles it would be you know the noah and then just a whole complete different character with the ghost so that was quite alluring to me also i'd never really been part of a, a, a romantic comedy at all so trying that out seemed pretty interesting to me as well love it that's fun yeah it was fun how the ghost and noah were like two completely different characters I like that aspect a lot. Yeah. I vaguely remember making you really ghost out in your audition. Yeah. Because like, great as Noah, and then I was like, you really be, <laughs> be spooky. Yeah. I know, and I haven't met many ghosts in my time, so I didn't really know. It was kind of just wing it right there, honestly. Right. It was <laughs> That did not come from experience. Yeah. Good to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, in the auditions, we found a lot of guys who were like, he would be a great Noah, he would be a terrible ghost. And then there were some guys who were like, great ghost, would never date him. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was a real sweet spot we had to find that, thankfully, Andrew yes. came through <laughs> and were able to do it. Cause... Yeah, and the person that played the zombie went right before me. Jeez. Um, <laughs> um, like, I was just sitting outside and I heard that and I heard a guy like screaming. Yeah in the audition basically it's like oh my i'm severely misreading what i'm supposed to be doing right oh, now no no, Did no. You, he like pranked us in his audition 
it's on he has a comedy youtube page yeah and, yeah and and like brought his own camera that he said he was filming himself and ended up filming us so and then weird. just gave us the wackiest audition we've ever seen <laughs> yeah. but it got him the role of the zombie he, he was, i know it it me up. <laughs> yeah well yeah he nailed the zombie but that must have been hilarious like hearing him yeah because he was like screaming and like doing all of this I, stuff. yeah i'm like thinking about how to be like a you know real like charming guy on a date and i hear a guy like screaming <laughs> bloody murder in there what kind of dates is this guy going on? Uh, yeah. That was, that was fun. Uh, what was the next? Oh, favorite part about being on set, like set memory, favorite scene or favorite moment? All the days were funny because all of the scenes were funny. So it was like a fun time for each segment, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I particularly liked maybe the first day when we were trying to get the, um, the chain stuff oh, and yeah. the, the shock of the screaming. I remember screaming a lot. <laughs> That was a good time. That was fun. And we were, because we were doing that at what, like 11 o'clock at night? So <laughs> we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. not too loud or often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, absolutely. I, I, I think I'd have to go with the first day too. I think that was the majority of like my longest lines was from that day. It was honestly kind of trial by fire. We hadn't really had a whole lot of time to really run through lines before. And then Chris made it look like a, like a New York apartment out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Just transported into a whole different world. And I'm talking about ghosts now. <laughs> Had a cool set and everything. So I think just over, I was just kind of pretty stunned by the production quality and everything. And I think that really made it a really interesting experience for sure. And that allowed everyone to kind of warm up and work well together as like a cast and crew and that made shooting the entire thing pretty smooth and easy and fun so I think the first day was a really good experience I totally agree the first day was like the best you established trust like right off yeah. the bat so like just showing up the first day I remember just being like oh this is this is gonna be real this is great I was so excited and then the next two days were just like so smooth such a breeze so well organized and produced and everyone was so generous and wonderful it just was like a really great experience and i was just so yeah impressed it was great it was it was super fun it was really cool like yeah. we found like such a great like casting crew of people who were just there to have a good time and i feel like yeah. it really showed in the way that we were shooting yeah the yeah. well, atmosphere was very light and enjoyable and and i remember talking with heidi the costume costume hair and makeup and she was saying i normally get to do uh, commercial work. I don't ever get to do fun stuff like this. And she was so excited just to be able to make the fairy all kind of, you know, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like do ghost and zombie stuff. So I remember just being really happy to like provide that kind of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. People. Well, I didn't even realize that that was because I was pretty new to Kansas City and I didn't know like what the film scene was like. And so I was thinking, who's going to want to come shoot this for a whole weekend? And then everyone was thanking me for like a fun experience. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you for your time. Yeah. I think we were all surprised at the amount of equipment that Chris brought. Yes. To set. Because it was, I was like, oh, we're going to do a fun weekend thing. And then he shows up with a full, a full rip truck up three yeah. flights of stairs. Was, was there anything like challenging or difficult about the shoot, about being on set or? Or the role, even like a particular scene or. Honestly, Emily made it pretty easy 
I felt comfortable being able to run lines over and over again, improving, improvising a little, just making it the best performance I think we could. So I, I mean, I think if anything, memorizing some of the the ghost and ghost and the tater and the pie, whatever those weird ghosts, Tinder yeah. taters, all, were, all those titles might have been the most difficult part. But besides that, no, I mean, just working with Emily and everyone made it pretty, pretty smooth. Oh, and I agree. Yeah, working with you was, yeah, so such a breeze. You were so funny. You, you are so good. I'm not good at improvising. You were very good at improvising and you're so funny. You know, it was, it was a dream. It was great. A challenge though, I'm trying to think. Maybe, um, oh no, I can't remember his name. The, the first date. Yes. What was his name? Well, in the script, his name was Dan. So we were shooting that and he was so funny and it was so hard to keep a straight face because he was being so awkwardly bad at <laughs> being my date. It was like so funny. I just remember that being like the one moment of like, Shh, girl, you got to keep together. <laughs> we are on a time limit here. We can't just sit here laughing all day. Like I need to like, <sighs> that was like probably the one moment where I was like, get it together. By the way, that sequence the the dating sequence with the three the circle camera. yes man we incredible shout out Chris again I feel like yeah <laughs> yeah that that turned out great that re that was really cool yeah yeah what did you guys think of watching it after not having been on set for like a year it was so validating to see all of that work put together and it was beautiful. It looks beautiful. The colorizing and everything. I just was like, it looks amazing. I'm just so, you guys, you guys. Yeah, everything. I agree. It looks great. It just totally brought me back, honestly, from 10 years ago when we shot this thing. Um, yeah. But it, it, looks, it looks great. It works. Like, I just understand the chains now with like what you're going for and everything. Yeah. Just from like concept to execution, like it, it all it all actually makes sense and it, it looks great and it's just good. Yeah, it's very That's sweet. It's very sweet and and funnier than I expected. It's it's very yeah. funny. Yeah. I love it. Let me, let me tell you something, Emily. <laughs> the amount of times I still quote you from this movie on a regular basis. What do we say all the time? Um, is it that though? Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, um, when, he, when he says, I love you, and you just go like, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, like those little mannerisms. Oh. And there's one, Andrew, it's when um, you go, so are we good, Emily? And then he's like, yeah, we're totally good. And you say thank you, and you go thank you or no, something. Thank you. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank you. You delivered that. I thought was so funny. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll throw that in there. But yeah, yeah. I I mean, I watched it how many times? Cutting it and editing it, and it's still funny. I'm still I'm not sick of it. So no, that's a really good sign. Yeah, that is a great sign. Yeah. So that's, they were yeah. playing over and over again in the background. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a huge kudos, kudos to you guys because that's your performance that still makes it so enjoyable and it, is, it has the sweetness about it with humor and, yeah. you know, just absurdity at the same it's time. It's so absurd. Yeah. <laughs> also, this, the music, the score in the background. Oh, yeah. Especially the timing with at the ending of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, that, I think that really... That just totally fits the tone, too. Right. Yeah. Our composer, Chris, is, like, amazing. Different Chris. Chris with a K. Different Chris. Yeah. I was going to say, what? <laughs> Chris composes music, too? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because I think this was the most, like, effects-heavy 
thing I've ever shot where it like required like it's gonna look like this in post so it's fun to hear that like that came together because I'm sure on set you guys were like I hope this looks good later we trusted you I I I knew it would turn out good I trusted you that's great so obviously this film is about ghosting and we were curious have you guys ever been ghosted and if so how did that make you feel and what would you like to say to our culture that just thinks ghosting is normal tell us your ghost story I mean, of course I've been ghosted. I mean, has everyone? <laughs> yeah. Sure. so crazy. Right. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not fine. <laughs> that's why, that's why this movie exists. Yeah. Because it is so, so It's common. so normal. Yeah. I mean, I've ghosted and, and I've been ghosted. I've done, I've been on both sides here, you know? So I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. We all do. We get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm guilty and a victim of the same thing. I think mostly by accident. Honestly, I'm just not very good at communication sometimes. I just genuinely forget. Mm -hmm. Um, And that always comes back to bite me. But yeah, hey, ghosting is not okay. There you go. Moral of the story. story. Cancel ghosting. (laughs) Cancel ghosting 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely like... um, something specific to our time and generation now with the modes of communication that we have now, because, you know, decades, eras before ghosting happened, but it, it was, it was easier to get away with it. It was really no one's fault. Right. You know, what are you, you're sending letters. <laughs> that shit can get lost in the mail, you know, like, you know, but now it's like, the data is all there. The proof is all there. The receipts are all there. Right. It's so much easier to be aware. Right of oh that person isn't contacting me anymore because it's like right there and when it's so easy we can literally touch contact anyone with the touch of our fingers like Mm -hmm. it's so easy to communicate there's really no excuse for just not yeah now so i don't know it's kind of unfair because do we have to do we owe it to people all the time to always i don't know keep up sometimes like we should just be allowed to disappear into the ether i don't know yeah. I don't know, because back in the day, you could. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think yeah. what we yeah. were trying to do with this is less, you know, oh, I forgot to text this person back, but that very intentional, I'm, I just don't want to give this person a courtesy of saying I'm not interested. Right. right. And it disappears. Like, I feel like that has become more common. Oh, it's so common. Right. Or, and the other no thing, too, with, like, the breakup fairy was, like, when did we all get so scared of just saying, Be I'm honest. not interested in you, or right. I am interested, but, yeah, being honest. Yeah. Being honest. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get deep, it gets into a bigger conversation about like toxic masculinity and the patriarchy and women needing to come up with crazy, insane reasons to not see someone because they're afraid of the male response when a woman says no. You know what I mean? Mm. I think there's even like deeper things happening here for why, especially women have to come up with like, oh no, I have a boyfriend. I'm already seeing someone or, uh, you know, instead of just saying, I don't like you. I don't want to date. I don't, I don't want to see you anymore. Because that is a real thing. Like a lot of women just like can't that meant a lot of men don't take no for an answer. Exactly. Exactly. So not every man, you know, we're looking for a Noah in a world full of dams. (laughs) Yeah. That should be, I'm trying to think, I'm getting ideas now for the sequel of Patriarchy Porcupine will be the (laughs) (laughs) the creature in the next one. Oh my God. That could be rich. It could be. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. it. 
we'll, we'll tease it out. <laughs> There's a whole world of magical <laughs> dating creatures out there that are... Yes. Yeah. Untapped. Untapped. Untapped potential here. Yeah. <laughs> Tip of the ice cream. Yeah. 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 I think the empathy elf was my favorite for sure. Like empathy elf yes. came and kind of saved the day. As empathy kind of. always does. <laughs> As empathy always yeah. does. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The empathy, empathy elf was adorable and a good addition to the team. Mm-hmm. The ghost team. I just like to be here. Yeah, she was so great. She was a fine. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, she was amazing. Because we didn't really know who we were going to cast for that. And then her mom was randomly like, I don't know if you're casting kids. But, yeah. And I was like, oh, yes. And and she sent us her now. tape. And we were like, sold. Completely sold. Yeah. Yeah. And melted. So... How interesting. If it had been played by an adult, I can't even picture it. Right? I just thought you always wanted it to be a kid. Yeah. Oh, how funny. Yeah. It's so endearing. What are you guys up to now? Are you doing any, I mean, things are restricted right now with COVID and everything. Have you been able to do any projects for Beyond Set? <sighs> or are you working on stuff at home? Like, what are you kind of doing in the film production world, if anything? Yeah, so at the, like, I think October of last year. Wow, yeah. A year ago, um, I moved out to Los Angeles just to join the film production world. I was working as a freelance PA. Then I began working with Viacom, more consistently, kind of at that same role. And then I got a job working um, at an agency, which is really cool because I kind of want to learn the business side of it as well. And then a uh, pandemic hit, believe that or not. Mm. Oh, um, I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, so I mean, that, that set things back. So I just went and laid low in Kansas. I'm serious. Wait, what happened? <laughs> I can't believe I have one person. You guys can hear this? Oh. What? <laughs> All over the newspaper. Because everyone reads that now. Um, yeah. yeah, but I just went back and laid low in Kansas City for a few months, as did everyone else. But um, I just got back here a month ago. I have a kind of a technical partner who's, who's more on the editing and video production side. So I'm kind of doing some sh- short film writing right now. We've shot one. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm just trying to create our own projects right now until our industry can kind of get back on its feet. How about you, Emily? I mean, kind of similar to you, I uh, made a big move. I moved to New York last August, like literally the day after we finished filming, drove all the way here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I moved here and I was auditioning a lot. I booked a show. So the last piece of theater I got to do was January, February of 2020. And then the show closed and I came back to town and I was like, auditioning some more and then in March everything just ended so haven't done anything since then I had a gig booked for the spring but then that of course was canceled which was it's really a bummer guys it's really a bummer because your your jam is live theater which is yeah 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 really yeah, yeah. I want to do more and more film so that's why I was, I was so excited to get to work with you guys mm-hmm. um but no I'm, I'm mostly worked in theater the last you know decade and now there's none to be had so i'm just waiting just waiting around yeah doing other art forms been painting and doing um painting commissions and just yeah waiting Hi friends. Well, it's so good to see you. Yeah. Oh, so good to catch up. Yeah, yeah this great. Is great. I have to write another short film and get yeah. you. Please. We're doing, some things are in the works. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Really yeah. Cool. I hope we get to see you again in real life yeah, sometime soon. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. We'd yeah. love to. All right, guys. We'll take care. Keep us posted. And we'll keep us Okay. Yeah. You right, too. Guys. Bye. Great to see everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. So just a huge thanks to Andrew and Emily for first being in our film mm-hmm. and second sitting down with us to chat more about their process and what it was like to be on set. Yeah. Team Andrew and Emily, like be in all of our movies. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I really want to make more stuff with them. Yeah, for sure. I love I, I'm determined to make something that's not about the reluctant dater next time. Okay. This is this, and when Emily mentioned that, when she was like, I love the idea of playing the reluctant dater. Oh, I was like, this is because right, right, right. I did the right. Romantic Method web series where they were also talking about how much they hate dating. Do I not like dating? Ooh. Is that why? Ooh, deep with the with the writer here. I guess so. Have okay. you been a reluctant dater? I think I am a reluctant dater. Oh, my word. Maybe it's because I've been ghosted. Oh, dear. Full circle. Oh, wow. But it is, I, it's also, t- to what Emily was saying, it is just a really fun thing to write. Yeah. Like, it's not as fun to write about someone who just loves going on dates. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. But, and she nailed it. She was yeah so great at that. If you have not watched Ghost Story, this was probably very confusing to you. Or if you just want to watch it again, <laughs> it's available on YouTube. So click the link in our show notes or the link in our Instagram or go on YouTube to our Farsighted Creative page and check out Ghost Story, A Modern Fairy Tale. And if you're not already, make sure you're following us on Instagram because we're going to be posting some more exclusive behind the scenes videos and bloopers and we got some great all sorts of goodies from the film. So definitely keep tracking with us on there. And away we go. (laughs) What the hell is that? That was the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I don't remember. Wasn't it? No. It was either, I think it was the black cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Hmm. It might have Salem. been Clarissa Explains It All. Was there magic in I, Clarissa Explains no, It All? No, but I okay. love that show. Same actress. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So it was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's the cat Salem. Salem. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) This will be our deleted scene where I explain how much of a rabbit hole I've gotten into about the Salem witch trials. Yeah, which you, it got you through doing the final coloring on Ghost Story. Actually, fun fact. Yeah, I had the color and visual effects for Ghost Story took me five days, like five solid days to do. And... I got through it by completely binging every podcast I could find about the Salem witch trials and then also the witch trials mm. from Scotland. So the history of witch trials. Yeah, as one does. I mean, you know, you know, you find what you can and that you found it. I have like a weird blend. Like I can't look at Andrew's face without thinking about the Salem witch trials, <laughs> which is a really weird It's a really weird thing. Oh, that's a very weird thing. This like sweet endearing guy. Yeah. Playing a ghost. But I do. That's why I love doing color because you just make things pretty and then listen to Mm. crazy podcasts. Yeah. That was that was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah. This is fun times. Let's let's continue. Okay. We'll wait for our other podcast where I 
I wrote, I, ha- I outlined a whole murder mystery that takes place mm. in the milieu Ugh. of the same I already want to watch so, it. Like, very different up. than Ghost Story. Let's continue. Yes. <laughs> 